You are listening to Tomes of the Chaos Bard. Welcome back, Tomies, to Tomes of the Chaos Bard. I am DM Dave, and to the left I have... Henley! Boudreaux? Lila Grotha. Roscoe. And Fenrir's on assignment. <laughs> Last time, we got the recap from Roscoe. Take it away, Roscoe. There's a lot of traveling. We, uh, the four of us, being Henley, Boudreaux, Lila Grotha, and myself, we decided to make our way towards the hollow, leaving Fenrir behind with Joanna. Um... And we got up there and we landed and we did some walking and realized that the path had been pretty well trodden on. So we kind of hopped off the path a little bit and kept following it up and uh, ended up running into Ivan and his posse. And um, we sat down with them and talked with them. And while Ivan and I were discussing, Boudreaux was off making food with Stumpy. He tried to make a really nice meal for uh, Lila Grotha. And it ended in tears. And it always ends in tears. <laughs> Got real awkward real quick. Okay, thank you, Roscoe. Okay. Everybody's kind of settling down for for the night. Is there any special things you're doing before you go to bed? Boudreaux. We're, we're out searching for garnish and stuff. Correct. I'm going to have you roll me... A survival check to see what you can find. See if you find anything good. Mm-hmm. I'll have Stumpy roll on for as well. Okay. It looked like you wanted to do something too, Henley. Henley sets alarm. Okay. But also, if she's just resting, waiting for Boudreaux to come back, and if not, she's going to go look for him. Okay. Um, I got tired of trying to climb a tree that I couldn't climb, so I just, like, made a little bed out of the undergrowth. Okay. Henley will be looking for Lila, too. Okay. No, I came back. I was just making... Oh, okay. And we're also looking for, like... I thought you had said... I assumed you had said, like, under the undergrowth of the tree. No, I took some (laughs) undergrowth, and I was making, like, a softer bed. Gotcha. Fourteen? Okay. Stumpy rolled really well, too. So you guys are able to find kind of stuff, some berries, mm. some really good stuff for uh, a little good breakfast tomorrow. Okay. Any meat? Uh, were you looking for? Small game. Small game. Nighttime game. We get some scorpions. He also is an, has okay. the outlander feet. Some scorpions. I'm just kidding. I'm just Maybe kidding. a little bunny, a real bunny this time. I do have the outlander feet. Will you remind me what the Outlander feet does? Because I don't think we've ever explained oh, it's not that. A feet. It's a background. I don't think Wait. we've ever explained what background yeah. this Class does. Class time. Background. So I'm an Outlander, um, a wanderer, and it means that I have excellent memory for maps and geography, and you can always recall the general layout of terrain, settlements, and other features around you, which... Also, that's places I know of. Mm-hmm. In addition, you can find food and fresh water for yourself and up to five other people each day, provided the land offers berries, small game, water, and so forth. Yep. Henley also has this feat. Yeah, so we have two people. That was the first time we've mentioned it. And uh, the backgrounds for those 
who aren't familiar with creating a character. They're kind of little small bonuses that you get uh, for creating your character. And Outlander is one of those backgrounds that they can they have an option of choosing. Okay, yeah, you're able to find. So I shouldn't have had you roll then. Oh, it's the quality you find though for the roll. Yeah, you could find. So you we'll go with that. The quality you were able to find is really good. Nice. So yeah, you're able to find some small game and everything. When I was grabbing stuff to make like my little soft bed and stuff, can I have grabbed enough to make like a little pillow for Boudreaux too? Yeah, that's good. That'll be fine. Cool. Cool. Then it, we come back then. Okay. And you find kind of by your bedroll a little pile of leaves. How it leafy green, probably like some big fern leaves and stuff like that, depending on what the terrain's like. Some land desert. <laughs> well, I don't know. <laughs> Just some something softer. There's a tumbleweed there for your pillow. Oh, no. <laughs> nice. It could be sagebrush wrapped in a leaf, oh, so it's softer. Mm. Let's do that. Or in a blanket or something. Yeah. And you um, find that by your by your roll bed roll. Oh. Smells delicious and reminds I... you of donkey. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Sage. Yeah, yeah. I uh, smell it and I'm like, oh, reminds me of donkey. But then I look around and I'm like, huh? Okay, cool. I guess. Thank you, world. <laughs> and then I um, I lay down and I have my bag now of like food. Okay. And I like keep it super close to me and I like hug it and it is tied tightly in like <laughs> some special knotter or something and i'm just gonna go to sleep with my hands like wrapped around it are you gonna squish the berries uh no he's gonna make jam he's being to be he's making his own jam, jam. <laughs> no that would that would bring in the long nose <laughs> he I smelled that jam <laughs> i have it mostly around the top where you can get in you know mm, mm-hmm. yeah and maybe around the bottom and the top and then He's going to, like, say his prayers before he goes to bed. And then he lays down in this really nice pillow. And then he just goes. <laughs> <laughs> Once again, him and Stumpy, beautiful, harmonizing his snores. Doesn't even bother me this time. <laughs> okay. Henley found cotton. <laughs> <laughs> took, a, took a page from Boudreaux, huh? <laughs> some extra leaves and I just handed yeah. him over. <laughs> just something. Wake up and be like, I, you told us to keep our ears open. <laughs> <laughs> and Henley wouldn't doing? even hear you. <laughs> <laughs> okay. I would have probably taken a round for the watch. Oh, okay. There's plenty of people there for for watches. Um, Henley, while you are sleeping... You are woken up by a voice. Henley wakes up immediately because she recognizes the voice. Yes. You'd recognize it as Yolinks. And he goes, Henley, you really shouldn't have associated yourself with me. A little tiredly. I, I didn't mean to. There has been lots of questions asked of me. Surprisingly, only from Lilana. Do you think we can trust her? I believe so. It doesn't seem like she has informed anyone else. Because she told me she'd have to arrest me if I didn't tell her everything. 
You get just a little pause of silence. I do not think she has told anyone. I know that this Captain Kemp, I overheard a conversation of theirs the other day. And I guess he was supposed to be with her when she went to talk to you. But she left him behind. Glad, well, Captain Kemp, I, He seemed very frustrated. I would be weary of that one. Yeah. He might be sending somebody after you. Oh, lovely. I do not know for sure, but he was very unhappy about you leaving the city. I'm glad I left when I did then. And I will keep my guard up. Have you ever heard of Cloth Des? I have not. Okay. There's a bounty on his head, and he's here in Hayden's Hollow. So you have made your way back? Yes. Well, no, I have not heard of this. There's a lot of problems going on. Bandits and Cloth Des seems to be the power behind it. Well, as always, tread carefully. I will try. Thank you for the warning. Are you okay? As of right now, yes. I have no harm that has come to me, though a lot of ill comments. I'm so sorry that you're in this situation. And I added to it, and I'm sorry. It is okay, Henley. My worry is just that you are safe. There has been reports of someone trying to break in this manner, though. Break in? I am wondering if Lordax goblins are trying to get in. To rescue him? Possibly. That can't happen. But the signs that I have been able to see are not goblin-like. What are they? I am not sure. I have looked at some of the evidence discreetly, but they are not goblinoid. Any of the damages or tools that they are using. Describe them to me. They seem to be using, normally goblins would just break a lock. Mm-hmm. Where this creature has been trying to pick it. Goblins are not fond of picking things. So it's either that a goblin has learned the patience to do so, or there is another. For what reason, I'm not sure, but coincidentally, it's when Lordak has been locked up that these instances have happened. Do you think it's someone aligned with the goblins? That I'm not sure. 
could be a coincidence, but I do not know. But mm. guards have been posted more frequently around. But as of right now, that's the only information I know. Well, keep me posted. Um, especially if you find out who's following me or going to follow, try and find me. He seems one that would, but I am not sure. This Lilana seems to have some pull with him. Hmm. Well, I know Captain Kemp is really high up there. I'm sure he really wants to know what really happened. Yes, I agree. Oh, well, right now I'm safe and I'm traveling with some bounty hunters, so we have an even bigger party. Hopefully we can resolve the problems here at Hayden's Hollow, and then our plan is to head up to Mapleshire and try and scout a new path to Hayden's Hollow for supply runs. Gotcha. I understand. Well, I will let you go and let you rest. We will be in contact yes, if I um, hear any more. If you do run into Liliana again, tell her that we did see that the fort, Fort Ventral, looks more like a fortress and that there is a lot of traffic in and out right now. I will see if I will tell uh, her. your discretion. Yes, I think it's better that she knows that we probably, as of right now, cannot communicate with one another. Yeah, no one knows about my communication with you. Well, let's leave it at that then. Good night, Henley. Good night, Yolinx. Please stay safe. You as well. I will try. And Henley snuggles back into her her uh, her bag and then goes to sleep. Okay. It is the next morning now. As you guys are getting up and moving around, Ivan kind of approaches Roscoe. What is your plan thinking here? You know, we hadn't quite got that far yet. We were just on our way up to kind of take a look at things and, and see... I mean, originally we were going to go into the hollow and look for a little extra help when running into you has changed that plan a little bit. Um, but I think our best option is to just, I mean, travel up to the back door here um, as a group and keep an eye out and be safe. And when we get up to that point and kind of have a better look, we can assess from there and make plans for... Operation Capture Your Dude. <laughs> Speaking of, is it a capture mission or a kill mission? Either one. It was dead or alive. I'm sure there's many people in Dengal that would like to speak with him. But if he ends up dead, the body will do just fine as well. Though... 
Not looking forward to taking a dead body all the way up to Dengal. No, that would be unpleasant. But I agree with Roscoe. I think the best way is to go through the mines. How early is it when they're having this conversation? Probably like 8 o'clock. Okay. I'm going to say that I probably slept in just a little bit just because I was on one of the later watches. Mm-hmm. And I'm going to wake up. I'm going to yell, not somebody else's face, and then grab my one of my axes and like look all sorts of stressed out as I woke up because <laughs> I had a nightmare. <laughs> you had a nightmare. Um, is Boudreaux awake or is Boudreaux still asleep? Yeah, is Boudreaux I'm about to ask. Yeah, is Boudreaux awake? Is Boudreaux awake? Is Abby? Um, no. It was as if I was asking myself. Um, but, um, uh, so I'm awake, but first question before I, uh, do that. Was any of my food stolen? No, you're in all the okay. food still there. So we were fine then. And yes, he hears you, and he just like looks at you, and he like jogs. He like comes over to you, and he's like, "You okay?" Uh, it's gonna probably take me a minute to get my bearings, and I'm gonna look you straight in the eye and say, "You, me, over there, uh, uh, five uh, minutes." Okay. <laughs> <laughs> and then he scratches his head as as he walks away, and he's like. Man, uh, it has a, it's been a long time since someone was mad at me like that. Huh? <laughs> <laughs> what my doctor do? Well, I don't know, but I'm scared. <laughs> Break me like a twig, probably. Do you want to know our skills? Well, I understand that you are good at sneaking away. Henley smiles. <laughs> Yes. So I do think it's a good idea to head up to the mines and figure out what we need there, what kind of force we would need. There is a thought of seeing if we can get more of a distraction, because if there is a connection between the two, causing a distraction at the front could possibly draw people out of the mines. It's not a bad idea kind of thin the numbers a little bit. Split but the... it would also make them aware of our presence. Of someone's presence. Do you have a distraction in mind, or...? I got two big orcs. That's a distraction. They enjoy distracting. <laughs> and he winks. But it does raise a concern about these... Scarecrows. Scarecrows. That is my only one concern. We've never ran into anything and, like that. And that's why why we kind of were thinking going through the, the mines because at least some of us have seen these scarecrows in action. It's terrifying. And so if we can avoid that. Okay. Well, all parties involved would probably... I sh- may be able to sense if they move. And how is that? I don't know. It just was able to sense when the last one moved. Hmm. Well, if we're going to get up to those mines to do a little surveillance, we better get moving. It'll be about a four-day travel, almost five days, depending on how, how well we can traverse these, these mountain ranges. 
And that's possibly you guys being here. Is there a shorter way? I have this map, and I have this card. <laughs> I show them the cool card, and it's got the compass on it. That points. I'm like, this tells us the... And I start poking at it and right. showing them how it changes routes and stuff. <laughs> <laughs> It changes uh, the estimated time. Yeah, this is like this is this is you know, in the general direction we're going is the fastest route. But if something changes, Mappy here will tell us. <laughs> I really need to know who who gave you this map. Let me reach out to him and I'll let you know. On one of the yeah, uh... we might have a faster way for a few of us. To do some reconnaissance. Henley doesn't know if Roscoe wants to tell them about our our mounts. I think, I mean, because I think we had planned on just leaving them to go up there anyways, didn't we? Mm -hmm. So we'd just, I think Roscoe would just look at her and be like, probably best right now that we all just stick together because if some of those bandits do get out and stuff and they're out, you know, causing mayhem and chaos, if we come across a larger group of them. Be, be prepared. Be prepared. Henley nods, like, in agreement. Well, if you guys have a shorter route, it does look like here on your map that the easiest route is through Hayden's Hollow and up the ravine. Silenor, what do you think? You've been around there. And she kind of looks at the map and stuff. She's like, I took this route over here, but there's a lot of cliffs that I had to climb and ravines that I had to climb down. Most of us, I think, would be able to do it. And then she, like, looks over at Boudreaux. But I don't know if everybody would be able to make it. Henley's surprised she didn't look at Stumpy. It's <laughs> <laughs> kind of obvious Stumpy wouldn't be able to do it. He'd probably stay at camp. It will be a lot more strenuous, but it could save us some time. As long as we move fast. How much time? If we move quick and there's no incidences or accidents, maybe four days. So it only cuts a day off? Going the other way, it may take up to six. Again, depending on who we run into or if we have any troubles. Hey, I have a question. Boudreaux walks up. Okay. Uh, duh. Do you got, like, shield? Uh, shield? Yeah, yeah, the one I could like have, yeah, or our guest Barbara, yeah, yeah. And she like looks over to Ivan, and he's like, "What do you need a shield for?" I uh, did. We're like gonna go fight things, right? <laughs> well, we don't have a spare one for you. Okay, but like, what if I told you that like Lila Garada mad at me, and I like kind of want a shield? <laughs> 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 David's dying. We broke him. <laughs> uh, well, and he kind of just looks at you and he's like, maybe like a big piece of like really hard bark or something. Like I ah, didn't eat all that. Oh, don't worry, I I got you. And he hands you a pan lid. <laughs> oh, that's perfect. Yeah, I should have done it out that earlier. Yeah, yeah. Is it like a cast iron one, right? Yeah. 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 <laughs> that is beautiful. That's hilarious like, That's considering perfect. what I want to do. Do you want it back? Well, eventually I would like it back, yeah. <laughs> okay, I can do that, yeah. 
walks away. Strange dwarf. Oh, we're back to Lila Groth. Okay, that's a good transition. Go ahead and let's move into that. <laughs> I need to be able to block a battle axe in case it's Garatha. <laughs> oh, it's Garatha. <laughs> All right. So I probably walked off just a little bit of outside of, uh, I'm going to guess like everybody else is hearing and I'm pacing back and forth okay. at the moment. Um, when you walk up and I look at you and I point to the log that's laying on the ground and say, Sit. Sits. Then you see him walk up with that cast iron <laughs> lid. What is that for? Nothing. <laughs> I don't even. Whatever. I don't. I don't care. I don't. I don't care. Um. And you see me like go to let like put my hand on one of my battle axes and then I take it off. Budra flinches. <laughs> 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 Puts the shield up. Yeah, yeah, he does. He, like, puts it in front of him a little bit, but, like, not too obvious, but kind of obvious. Yeah. <laughs> I'm going to pace back and forth in front of you for a couple more minutes. Like, I can't take Lila being so upset and emotional anymore, especially when we didn't do anything wrong. We did nothing wrong. We just talked to Azil, and she feels horrible about talking to Azil. Like, it was some sort of big, I don't know, betrayal towards you. He did nothing wrong. He gave us three options. I don't like any of those options. No, 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 I'm not wearing somebody else's face. But I cannot, anyways, I don't have to worry about wearing somebody else's face. It's fine. Oh, gosh. Uh, <laughs> face. Boudreau is extremely confused. <laughs> That's a no-go. Definitely a no-go. I mean, my God, let alone your God would be... They're, they're on the same page. That's not okay. That's not okay. Nobody wears a dead body's body. No, nobody. Nobody. <laughs> <laughs> I've already decided about that. And then Lila here is all freaking out. She's thinking that, like, you're upset and she can't handle it because she's romantically into you. And I can't, I can't do this anymore. I can't do this anymore. You can't, can we just pretend that we're not awkward anymore? Can we just go back to not being awkward? Can we agree on that? Well, I need you to, like, rewind, like, five... <laughs> One, two, three, yeah, five seconds. Look, I know you can only do like run, dwarf, one, and one, two, three, but five, I can go five. Great, five. Can we just agree to not be awkward between you and Lila anymore? But you like it. She like. She dead right now. (laughs) (laughs) She's always here. She's screaming at me right now, and I don't give two shakes. Oh yeah, is, is Lila there? This is becoming exhausting. <laughs> well, uh, it's fine. Everything's fine, yeah? Okay, yeah. Why are you awkward now? Oh, lands. I'm not awkward. <laughs> <laughs> what, are the, what are, I don't even know if I know what that means, do I? Oh, I think I need to go make breakfast. Bye. No, no. <laughs> he grabs him by the collar and he's like, <laughs> Why oh, was the game put the shield behind him as he ran? <laughs> what? What? What do you want? To have an actual conversation. We did, dude. No, no. 
No, with you running off every single time something gets weird. You guys are already awkward. Can we just not do this? Can we just not be awkward anymore? Yeah, you're done. We're good. We're good. Cool. We're good. Yeah. Or are you and Lila good? Because obviously this is not Lila right now. <laughs> he kind of like looks sideways like, well, okay. <laughs> and then he's like, we good? Question mark? <laughs> so do you know what a question, question mark, mark is? is? He does not say that. <laughs> <laughs> we good? Uh? You and Lila, you're good. No awkwardness. Even though there's obviously something on her side. Yeah. Winks. Is there something wrong with your eye? Your whole face just like twitched. <laughs> uh, I'd, uh, yeah. You know, Long Nose didn't steal my food last night, yeah? Oh, Long Nose. <laughs> you and Lila and this whole Long Nose thing. There's no such thing as Long it's Nose. It's real. Now, it was good talking. We all good, okay? I'm going to go by. And he runs away this time. <laughs> With the shield on his back. It's like swinging next to him. <laughs> like he's, he's holding it in his arms and it's swinging. Um, as you're running away, you just hear her yell, Why? Why would you do that? <laughs> do what? In the Not you. <laughs> oh, stop me. And we're good. <laughs> okay. Welcome to Tomes of the Chaos Bard Mid-Show Break. I'm your host, Rupert Bumpkin, from the Rocky Talkie Gnome Radio Network. First item of business is the five-star reviews. Remember that Solemn will give you a shout-out and read your review on Solemn's column. Then he will review your review. It's great fun! Second is the Ko-Fi. This is our Patreon merchandise store. You can purchase keychains, coloring pages, and MP3s of our songs. You can also commission to feed the cast, or write a letter to Dear Boudreaux. If you are interested in becoming a patron, there are three tiers, each with varying rewards, including a full post show, DM Dave's deep dives, and coloring activity book with exclusive art. Go to ko-fi.com slash tomes of the chaos bard. That is ko-fi, K-O-F-I dot com forward slash tomes of the chaos bard and help us grow. And last but not least, the biggest way you can help us is share us with your friends and family. That is all folks. Back to the show. Okay. Okay, go on. I can hear the bells. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry. Yeah. Everybody kind of heard all, heard, why? And then see Boudreaux scurrying <laughs> off. <laughs> and he goes, I think I'm too stumpy. I'm going to keep this for a little bit. <laughs> well, as long as you give it back before you take off. I'm fine with that. <laughs> uh, Lila then just like awkwardly wanders back into camp and like looks around and like, makes eye contact with Boudreaux and drops eye contact and just like goes to pick up her bedding and stuff like that and then just walks back off. <laughs> okay. Henley just goes, points at Boudreaux, points at Lila and looks really confused and then just like, whatever. <laughs> <laughs> Some trouble in paradise? Mm. Wait, who? That was Adam. <laughs> Does he... To me? Kind of to both of you. I think when we yelled, like, everybody looked at us. <laughs> who knows? Their yeah. dynamic is interesting. Well, what do you guys think? What path should we take? Well, 
I have no problem climbing, but I'm not sure about the rest of the party. And I usually have some bad luck. I think it'd probably be wisest to take the slightly safer route, even though it is a little longer. Okay. That way and we don't. We don't want to be seen in Hayden's Hollow. You guys did say that you had some f- friends in there. Potentially. I mean, as as my information, you know, it's a lot has changed. Um, some of our friends are being held captive by Marlowe up here, so... And if they know that we're here, they might put them on lockdown or even just kill them. That's a good point. My thinking is that there might be somebody there that has more information, possibly. Since they are familiar and they were here during the whole fiasco, I guess. We're not... Boudreaux, how close are we to your tunnel entrance cave thing? He, like, pops up from his uh, pot of mm-hmm. berries. <laughs> he's hiding behind his lid. His, his oatmeal. <laughs> yeah, he's making oatmeal. That's what he's doing. <laughs> he's like, oh. <laughs> what? That entrance that you told us about, how close are we? The cigarette one? Yes. <coughs> Egret. <coughs> Secret. Hey, it's they're 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 on our side. It's okay. Yeah, but like, what if he want like like what if like I get a bounty and he like wants to come get me and I'm like in that tunnel. I don't see you ever getting a bounty posted on, besides the one that was already on you. But that was probably more of your friends and not you. Henley then... Wait, did they have, like, a picture on my face? No, they just said there was some smelly dwarf that was traveling with them. (laughs) And he flexes. (laughs) (laughs) That's me! Henley then comes to the realization that a bounty might be put on her head by Captain Kemp. Mm. And, like, pales a little bit. <laughs> like, you know, like, you and me could, like, go, but, like, do we have to have, like, everybody or, like, anybody from Ivan's group? You, I like you guys, I but, like... I didn't say you needed to tell them where it was. I just was wondering about how far it is from here. Oh, it, like, and he comes over to your ear. Three hour. Okay. Huh? So I'll turn to Ivan and it's like... Boudreaux knows a way into the city that's kind of a low-key entrance. Um, I mean, if you want, Henley and I can go down and collect a little bit, see if we can still gather a little more information from inside the city, if you think that would be helpful. They would know what was more going on, and maybe they'd have more information for us. I don't want to go in this thing blind since we had those Um, scarecrows. The more information we have, the better. I mean, the more I, successful. I don't know that. You, obviously, we don't want to take too many of us. But does correct your scout friend want to come with us? And he looks over at Silenor and she nods. She might be able to get a little bit of different information while I'm talking to to my guard friends and stuff. And 
Henley's making her rounds. Mm-hmm. That's a good point, and we're still waiting on your fe- your Fenrir. Wood, wood, wood elf friend, Fenrir. Yes. Hmm. So maybe it'd be a good good thing for you guys to go in, check things out. May give him time to catch up if he's coming. Okay. Henley, how's that sound? That sounds good to me. Do what you need to do. I guess we'll sit here for a minute until you get back. Eat some breakfast real quick, and I guess the four of us will go. Yeah. Mm-hmm. With Silenor? Or is that who you were? She'd be, the, yeah, she'd be the fourth. Okay. Oh, no, 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 no. Three. Well, you don't have to go in. Three of us would be going in. You'd yeah, no, she, no, she, no, I'm not coming, huh? And why is that? She's part of your group, huh? Well, at this point, she's part of our group, too. Yeah, but, like, we can't have the other people know about you, huh? So, and I'll, I'll look at her mm-hmm. and be like, you're not going to tell anyone about this entrance, right? No, I don't trust it, huh? She's part of Ivan's group. If the dwarf doesn't want me to go... The Boudreaux, eh? Boudreaux! If Boudreaux doesn't want me to go, that's fine. So I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to look at her straight in the face, okay? Okay. Mm-hmm. I'm going to be like, fine, we'll go, you stay here. <laughs> wink, wink. <laughs> hey, hey, which, which eye did you just blink, wink with? <laughs> the, the right? Both of them. <laughs> yeah, the, the one Boudreaux's not on. <laughs> okay, okay, okay. Do me a... I mean, I am cooking, oh. so he can have, like, advantage or whatever. Would it be, like, a deception for Boudreaux or... That's what I'm trying to... Performance. Do. Or insight for the Silenor. I am cooking. Or a performance for me. I think mm-hmm. let's do a performance. I think a performance would probably fit better for that, and I'll roll an insight check for Silenor to see if she's picking up on the week. It's an 18. Okay. She's... She picks it up. She rolled a 14. So she kind of nods. She's like, okay, I'll, I'll stay behind. Good, good. And he stirs the pot. How long on your breakfast? Oh, it's about done. Yeah, yeah. You know, does anybody have that stuff that, like, nobody has? It's called chocolate? No. no. What is chocolate? It's from, like, not here. <laughs> well, that makes sense why we don't know about it. Like, like some blame, like, far, far away. I was told once that, like, dragonflies come and, like, give it to the little folks sometimes, like, when we being, like, real good. Dragonflies. You haven't gotten Dragonflies, yeah. Stumpy, how much longer until breakfast? Oh, it's almost done, just like Boudreaux said. Yeah, well, you drug me. Yeah. You keep your pants on. <laughs> yeah, please do. Okay, <laughs> <laughs> you're able to wrap up breakfast? I make Lila and Garatha a beautiful, um, like, super beautifully plated. It's got a berry swirl in it. Oh, not a heart? <laughs> no. <laughs> Can't be too obvious. 
Oh, there's two of them in there, you know. And, um, <laughs> half a heart, mm-hmm. half a battle axe. <laughs> a the heart with a battle axe in yeah. it. Yeah. Um, <laughs> now it swirled in there, and then uh, he couldn't think of anything else. And he gives it to Lila and Karatha, and then stares at you. <laughs> I'm going to hold it. And I'm going to look up at you. And then see that you're still staring at me and look back down. How awkward, like. And he takes, like, one step away, but he's just staring at you. <laughs> Thanks, Boudreaux. Yeah, you're welcome. And then he stares at you. Is there something in my face? No, you boot. You're good, yeah. <laughs> Aww. <laughs> we good? Yeah, we good, yeah. Stares at you. Why are you still staring at me like that? Oh, I like the. Go ahead, eat it. Yeah. I'm gonna take a scoop and eat it, and then put it back down and not break eye contact with you at all. Like, <laughs> staring at you. <laughs> it good? It's always good. But like, how good? Thanks, Pedro. <laughs> Okay, and then he walks <laughs> <laughs> and then he's whispering to us. I mean, I'll do better next time. I'll do better next time. <laughs> she's just staring down at her bowl, and she's like bright red, blushing. <laughs> this is so delightful. And awkward. <laughs> the awkwardness. And um, Garatha. Like it's not t- that awkward for Boudreaux. <laughs> <laughs> no, it's completely. He it's has so no awkward. social manners. Like <laughs> it's so awkward for Lila though. And she is, like, super happy. And then Garoth is like, I just want to punch something. I want to punch something so hard. It's supposed to make it less awkward between the two of you. Preferably if I punch Boudreaux. Yeah. I can punch him. Do you want me to punch him? I'll punch him. No, don't do that. (laughs) Okay. You wrap up breakfast and off you go. It takes about three hours to get there. So it's about noon, getting close to noon time by the time breakfast wraps, wraps up and everything. And you're following the the kind of the mountainside of this cave. Is it am I leading? You're you're leading. Okay, I am looking around. Like I'm making sure no one is following us cuz I do not trust Iron's group. Okay, make me a a perception check, especially after that conversation. Ten. Okay. You're not really picking up on anything following you. Okay. Move on. Okay. You travel up there and then you find... So you're passing the trees. You're going up kind of this little ravine up the side. Kind of backtracking of where the path came down the canyon. But of course you went... Let's see. That would be more north. And now you're going back kind of west up the mountainside. You get up to the top of where this mountain little can- this is, uh, canyon wall, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> and you're able to scrounge around and find the hidden stone door that you guys have there. I look around. Okay, you don't see anything. Okay, cool. And I like move it aside. Okay. Deep I can't there. believe I never found this before. It's shh. Quiet. Don't. Oh, quick uh, question. Or is everybody there? Did Lila, Roscoe, and Henley go? 
Yeah. Sure. Sure? Okay. Sure. <laughs> Just making sure that I get a head count. Just so you know. Okay. And I believe this makes sense, so tell me if it's a no. Okay. Okay. My silver spoon. I knew why I wanted it, because it's silver. Okay. I have sharpened it. <laughs> Is that okay? okay. Sharpened which end? How? The, so you know how like it has the ends? The little end? Like oh, the, so okay. So you sharpened the... Like the spoon part. The spoon part around it. Yeah. Is okay. Cool. Okay, yeah. Cool. Yeah, so okay. I did that. Okay. Yeah, yeah. He's so made a makeshift we, uh, Never eating off that spoon again. You'll cut the sides of your mouth. <laughs> you want to know it's how big, he got the scar? I picture like a big spoon. It, it is. So like I would like put a it wooden spoon. That's kind of what it what it was. You know, the wooden oh, okay. spoons can have a big top of it. That's kind of how yeah. I imagined it looking. Because I was picturing it like not quite this big when I say it, but like industrial size. Because he he was cooking for a lot of people. But I could, oh yeah, no, this is more of just like wooden spoon. I still have it. I don't care. It was custom made to whack people. Yeah, pretty much. Okay, cool. So it doesn't have a huge kind of divot in it. To it's more built like a wooden spoon where he could sample things was his biggest oh, thing. Okay, but oh, he I used it as it. a weapon too. Okay, okay. So I have sharpened it. So I pull it out. Okay. And I go, okay. So like, there were like some wet creature down here. So like, just be ready. We gotta be quiet. Shh, shh. Henley switches quivers because <laughs> she did bring her silver arrows and switches to them. And he also pulls out his metal paw. Lid. Lid. Oh. His shield. He, he pulls out his shield. Oh, you did sneak it away. <laughs> yeah. Okay. <laughs> and um, then he'll go down. Okay. You guys head down. The way is dark. Once, uh, do you replace the stone? Replace it? Replace the stone that was Replace covered. it? Yeah. yeah, absolutely. Okay. You guys are making down. It, there's not a lot of room, and the tunnel is was dug by hand. It's probably about five feet tall. So, Henley, you're ducking a little bit. Everybody else is fine. I'm ducking quite a bit. I'm 5'10". Yeah, so, so you're, you're kind of crouch walking through. Um, some parts Probably are, hard for me to hold my longbow. Yeah. Some parts are a little more difficult to go around because it varies in sizes. Okay. Um, before we continue, Boudreau, <laughs> should I bring out my lights? Uh, one second. Evens or odds? <laughs> no. Okay, because I can't see. Yeah. You follow me. Here, Neither can Roscoe. Put your hand on the shoulder. I can't see either. Put your hand on her shoulder and I'll lead the group. He can't put his hand on my shoulder. Oh. Hold his hand. Emily, <laughs> <laughs> bring out your lights. Okay. And I cast dancing lights. Ay, 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 ay. <laughs> And I make them red so we those who have dark vision can still see. Okay. It's not a long path. It's about 500 feet, so it is decently long. And you come to a wooden door. And this comes in, you would know that this comes into a, like a small room. That's kind of where Rochelle would normally stay. Yeah. And then once you enter that room, it goes into the big area where all the cages are. Yep. And he goes, 
Keep the lights back there. This is where they be. Quietly as possible opens the door. Okay, as you open the door to that first room. Oh, peeks in. He peeks in first. Peeks in. Nobody's there. Nothing is there either. Mm-mm. And he opens it all the way, and he's like, I don't think nothing. I don't think nothing here. And he goes in. Okay. Nothing. How how much further is it into the city? Oh, no more further. Yeah. Okay. Is it a straight path? Shh, shh. Keep going. Can I bring my lights in now? Yeah, yeah, yeah. You do see on the other side of the door, lights flickering underneath the door. So so, it seems like somebody is on the other side. Boudreaux uh, puts his hand back to stop everybody and mm-hmm. like quiet them. And then he goes down to the floor and looks underneath the door. Okay. There's really not a lot of room to look. Oh, it's like an there. actually tight door. Yeah. <laughs> Fine. Okay. He's going to quiet. He sees that he can't see. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and he cracks the door so slightly and quietly as possible. Okay, make me a sleight of hand. Oh, gosh. Okay. Ooh, nat 20. Boudreaux's doing some dancing. Okay. <laughs> More like Elsie, but. <laughs> You're able to open up the door. Somehow, really quietly. <laughs> you just, you're familiar this with door. this door yeah. mm. that you know if you lift it up. You know, to lift it. up and then slightly swing it. That's right. That I absolutely basically. do that. <laughs> yeah. And you notice that uh, a familiar little gnome is inside. <gasps> and I swing open the door and I rush in and I hug him. And he, like, hears the door slam. <laughs> And he just goes, ah, we're under attack! We're under attack! And he goes, I love you, Willow. I love you, Willow. I love you, love you, love you, love you. And he's like, okay. And he kind of breaks free and jumps back. And he's like, and then he like looks at you and he's like, and you just see tears fill into his eyes. And he's just like, Boudreaux, you're back. And he just <laughs> runs in for a hug. I might cry. <laughs> and he hugs him. He goes, oh, brother, I love you. I love you. I love you. I love you. I, I, since when did you come back? <laughs> right now. Right now. We're not back. If anybody asks. Correct. We are still in the cavern. No, no, no. This uh-huh. is Roscoe. To okay. Willow. Oh, talking gotcha, gotcha, to Willow. Gotcha. And like that very like. We're not back. Uh, but you're... Am I dreaming? We're then, here. But if anybody asks... Oh. We're not back. So, so tell there, us what's going on here. And, he and I'm going to be like, hold on. Wait. And I'm going to turn around. And I'm going to see if our friend is going through the door yet. Not yet. Okay. Well, well it's been... It's been very hectic here. Like, uh, they, the, there was bandits here, and they took, they took Bellerin, and, and they, they took Rochelle. This is the first time I heard about this. But yeah, they have Rochelle, and they have Bellerin, and they, they took that Mendrick guy, and they, 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 they took a lot of our supplies, but... but, but hey, shh, it's okay, tell me, tell me. But, but but me and me and Paige were able to sneak some supplies down here so we can still make our our little potions for yeah. the, for the rations. Yeah. But 
we're running low and and there's no they're asking demands and Ooh. they're they're saying when when Mendrick's wife comes that we need to deliver her right away or who or, who this the, the bandits oh the bandits the bandits do they watch the hollow I don't I don't know if they're watching from above or they've snuck in with the refugees I, I, okay, I don't know listen Willow Willow sit down sit down okay and uh-huh. tell us Everything you know about where they at, what they do, and when they leave the station, when they eat food, because I got some stuff I can do that, like, you know, you know, way away. Well, I've just been hiding down here. No, what? Ooh, good idea. Why don't you, you give them rations, right? I, we don't give the rations to, to the bandits, no. Just, Dang. just the people here in Hollow. Never mind, never mind. I don't want to feed them. What if you did, and it was, like, real bad? Well, I don't even know if they're even here. Oh, yeah. Okay, tell us. Tell us but, everything. No. But there was, there was that, and, and they've taken over the mines, and they're, they're forcing the people up there to, to mine, and yeah. they're, they're taking the ore and stuff to somewhere else and selling it. Like, I, I, just, we, I just don't know what to do, Boudreaux. And then we had more weird creatures show up, and they brought Wait. them here. What? Yeah, there's some like really different ones. Like normally they were like 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 they, and normally they could like speak, but they're speaking some weird language and what? and they were like and they're not they're not furry like normal wear ones. They actually you were like naked. They're they're more like reptiles. It's a little weird. I never really saw anything like that before. Like, like reptile? What? What kind of reptiles? Well, let me show you. Yeah, yeah. They're, they're over here. Hey, itch. Guys, calm down, okay? They're okay. We got it under control, right, Willow? Uh, yeah. Okay, let's go. They let's d- go. They didn't seem aggressive or anything. One's really injured, but I don't want to get bit by one of those things. No, no, no. You guys stay back, okay? And then we go in. Henley, can can she pull out her bow now? She's not like yeah. in a yeah. confined it, it, space. This has opened into a big cavern like okay. it's pretty massive then and Henley pulls cages. out her bow with her silver arrows okay i want to pull up my whip okay perfect yeah because these guys didn't know about this no yeah and so this is all new to everybody this place there's like a big open area on top and then there's kind of like makeshift stairs down to kind of a second level that's where all these cages are and so willow starts leading you down there and bringing a torch Making sure it's kind of well lit. Oh, I still have my lights, too. Okay. So your lights are dancing around. And you pass one cage, and as you look into it, Boudreaux, you recognize... It's kind of hard to recognize, but it's Vorast. Who that? That's the one that turned into a werewolf way back in, like, episode... Or not a... That's yeah. the one where you the, found out the, yeah. the dragonborn. The dragonborn. The dragonborn. But he's kind of pacing, snarling, and not really looking himself anymore mm-hmm. and you guys and you continue on and you go to this cage and it's kind of a double double cage and there's two creatures in there and as you get closer and you kind of lift up the torch and see their faces you recognize these two one no. as uncle popcorn no. <laughs> and the other one as cousin janky janky mm-hmm. so Buddha just Stands there, just stares at them. 
And then tears. And Uncle Popcorn's kind of laying on this makeshift bed. And Janky kind of looks over towards you. But doesn't. It's almost like he doesn't recognize you right now. What do they look like? That's not they're, normal. They're pretty. The the hides that they wear is pretty worn, torn up, dirty. They look pretty miserable. They look like themselves. They are themselves. Oh, they're not like wear creatures. No. Oh my gosh, Daily, you should have told me that. <laughs> <laughs> I was gonna cry in a different way. No, th- you're noticing. Because of what Willow said, that they weren't hairy or they, uh, they yeah. weren't anything, but they were weird were creatures that he hasn't seen before. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay, so he starts crying. He starts welling up, and he goes, "Bugor, Uncle Bugor." I'm supp- I'm guessing you're talking in Draconic right now. Oh yeah. Uh. Do I, do I, you, I, you don't have to do any kind of accent or something. <laughs> <laughs> Uncle Buckhorn? Janky? And this is in Draconic. Yes. Yeah. I do understand you do Draconic. You understand Draconic. And he puts himself to the bars. And Willow's but just like... But it might be in a weird, different ac- like different accent. That Very different, yeah. Different dialect. It's still yeah. Cajun. A different dialect. <laughs> yeah, it's still Cajun. <laughs> Cajun Draconic. <laughs> <laughs> no, it's just draconic and minus. And Willow, him. like as you go to the the cage and you're like speaking some, he's not understanding. He's like, no, 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 no. What are you What are you doing? Get away no, from no, there! No, no, no. It's okay. It's okay. Willow, and he turns to Willow and he gets down on his level and he goes, "This is my family. They're they're not were creatures. They're lizard They're lizard Yeah. Oh." Uh, well, uh, let me let me go get the key. Wait one second. They, you guys good? And it, you see Janky kind of like looks at you and then looks at Uncle Popcorn. And Uncle Popcorn's kind of like shuffles and is like, like gets up on an elbow type idea. And you can tell oh. he's not doing good. No. And he's. And you he are just, a cleric. <laughs> and he just looks at you and he's just like. Is that you, Boudreaux? Oh, yeah, that me. And that is where we're going to end the episode. (laughs) (laughs) Thank you guys for listening. We are almost back to the hollow, and we get to meet some of Boudreaux's family. (laughs) Okay. We will wrap this up. Thank you guys for listening. I am DM Dave, and to the right I have... Roscoe. Lila Gratha. Woodrow. And Henley. And until next time, we unroll the scroll to tell the tale. Bye.